Hey y'all, it is I, Monkey D. Javante. I mean, and that's the name of the podcast. And of course, the Jazzy Comedy Show. I mean, How motherfucking velvety is Fendi fucking P. Shout out to Fendi P. Shout out to Jet Life. Shout out, shout out. Shout out to my brother Currency. That, ladies and gentlemen, listenership, JC, as you're becoming familiar, that is the art of finessing too. My goodness gracious. As we proceed with I am I like how he just shitted on me like I don't know the art of finesse. Y'all hear that? We just had the show. He already shitting on me. That's why I got him on the panda conversation last episode. As I was saying, listen to shit before I was so rudely interrupted by this gentleman uh, sitting across from me. That is the art of finessing, too. This is for you. This is for y'all. This is for us. JCIV, how are you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good. Minus the shit I'm cleaning off my forehead right now. You know I'm going bald. I got a lot of space up there. Don't be shitting on me, nigga. You know, this is serendipitous listenership because I was just reading an article about hair care. And I wasn't <laughs> going to mention it. I know it's a sensitive subject to someone who may or may not have. He made me spit the blunt out, bro. I was laughing when he said that. Serendipitous and hair care. You see how he used school words to insult me, y'all? Uh, y'all see what I have to endure every day by my best friend and brother on the Jazzy Comedy Show? I mean, podcast production. This shit is just bullshit, bro. Why are you beating up on bar people today, Chironti? What do we do to you, bro? Listenership, do you also realize how combative this person must be to take offense to the word hair care and also call that a college word? 
Imagine. I was offended by the word serendipitous personally because I don't know what that means. But I'm not using 12 other words on you, nigga. It's like, oh, man. It's crazy that that just so had happened to happen. What a kawinky dink, serendipitous. Why don't you just say the phrase that you just said? Because I understood all of that. Oh, because there was one word that supplanted the need to use several. Well, if you articulate yourself better, you would have a problem using several words, Negro. Negro, do you know how articulate <laughs> one must be to refine seven words into one using that one word instead of seven? That's efficiency. Uh, what do y'all think? Oh, I'm going to call you Dr. Adams from the University of Louisville. Oh, shout out to Dr. She... Tamara. <laughs> how are you? She always wanted us to summarize things in one word, one page. Like, read this 300-page book and give me one page summary. That was difficult. Uh, that was difficult. Uh, also unnecessary. <laughs> it was... Uh, I can see the benefit of finding a way to just streamline your thought process and get into the fucking point. Which is all she had to I say. Mean, Will you get to the fucking point instead of giving me a I, shitty just, grade and me not know why I got a 67? I'm like, did I say too much? Right. You said way too much. I asked you to read that much. Read that much and then say very little. What did you really get? Say, say less. Dr. Adams was the one that invented the phrase say less. Oh, yeah, she invented say less. I'm like, damn. I turned in 13 pages, and she was like, man, but you got the point. I was hoping you get the point in one. Right. You made me read 12 extra pages, so you're definitely a failing student in my class. But I don't want to give you an F because I don't want to see you next semester. So here's a D. Move on. <laughs> I actually don't <laughs> Did I even take? I don't even know if I had Dr. Tamara Adams. I don't think I did. Uh, that was a special. I had her. She was really a great teacher, great for writing, interpretation, great class discussions. Like, truly, shout out to Dr. Tamara Adams and Pan African Studies Department. Like, amazing teacher. Mm -hmm. And a beautiful woman. Hey. Intellectually, spiritually, physically, all of the abovely, you know, all, heavenly. All, all of the abovely. Yeah, I was, so, <laughs> so I was reading this article about hair care. Um, they have this new shit out. It was a GQ article, and it was um, about not conditioning. It was called co-washing, and I was like, um, <sighs> "Is this people becoming more efficient with their their hygiene by using two niggas to do one thing?" I was hoping that wasn't the case. Like two people washing your hair? Yeah, like that's better. No, that's not the case, listenership. Well, so each of them can do half a good job, and that should make for a total good job or something? Do you know the root word, like, co, what co normally means, like, combined with, or, like, in I know any time I had with, to do co-work on a paper or project in college, we failed that bitch miserably because everybody did, like, 10% of the assignment. You know so I would hate see? for my hair to be washed, like, 10% of the assignment. You know? So I, I was the goody-two-shoe nigga that wouldn't be able to, it's not in me as a competitor to allow myself to get a shit. I can't bring a B minus home. Couldn't. So I got to right, get that's this the Yeah. Javante's a nerd, y'all. His parents were nerds. I'm just calling them out. It's okay. But I'm sitting here and I'm like, all right, man, this is some whole shit. But <laughs> I'm going to do this. One, I'm smarter than all you motherfuckers. And smart Easy. enough to know that I can't go home with a bullshit ass grade. So I got to carry. I've always, I've always put the city on my back. I've always carried the city on my back. You know what I mean? 
Oh, Luke Cage ass nigga. Yeah, I've always carried the same. Well, would it be Superman? Superman did better putting the city on his back. I mean, Luke Cage just got shot in the hood all the time, and he was bulletproof for no reason. I mean, you could have called me LeBron because you know he city be on his back. (laughs) I mean, look, he put Cleveland on his back, and then he dumped that bitch back in the ground in Lake Erie. (laughs) I mean, that's that's their home. That's where Cleveland dwells. (laughs) In the ground there, Lake Erie. Some might call it the sunken place. I don't know. You like you like Freddie Gibbs, not from Cleveland, or else he'd be coming for you. He's from another one of them shitty towns in the Midwest. How are you throwing Freddie Gibbs? That's my brother right there. He's from Gary. Shout out. That's to what Gary, I'm saying. Indiana. What a shout out. Yeah, you see, see, you give them a shout out. You didn't give Cleveland a shout out. But well, we started this. Conversation. You like nobody from Cleveland ever leaves Cleveland, or else they'd be coming for you, Javante. Negro. We literally started this conversation talking about Cleveland. That is the shout out. I just didn't say hashtag shout out. I mean, yeah, it was a shout out to them being shitted on by LeBron James, you know. As we digress, he carried them on the back like a stepchild that he didn't want to deal with no more. Like, ugh, you're not my son. What a bizarre take <laughs> this that is. What a bizarre take. So this is the guy who grew, who grew up in a place, who grew up in a place. It's not the, you know, the finest of places. They'll tell you that. Ask them. They're real enough to be like, yeah, this isn't the greatest place in the world. I've been to better places. But this is where I'm from. Uh, like Toledo will lie to you and act like it's the shit and it's just a piece of shit city. But this okay, is my home. I like <laughs> the fact that this is my home. I have my feelings attached to this place. It is what it is. They can't help but be born from where they're born from. They didn't ask for it, but this is what they got. And so they wrap it as much as they can and to that extent. But they wouldn't be upset at me for realizing... This isn't the finest places, you know, the finest of places. Well, I'm going to just throw a caveat in there for them who not mad at you so they can be mad at you because that's my job as your best friends to make sure you have more and more enemies every day. Toronto's from Cincinnati, which is a competing Ohio city. And so by him saying Cleveland ain't shit, he's really saying that as a Cincinnati bingo, which I personally take offensive for the Cleveland cats. I'm just saying, like, don't be in New York City shitting on Syracuse or in Syracuse shitting on New York City. You know what I'm saying? This is a biased shit that you're doing. But you you started off the show shitting on me, so I'm guessing we just gonna have 45 minutes of you shitting on people all episode. Yeah. So <laughs> again, I was literally attempting Y'all should to talk see my brother's about face. the hair care article that I was reading. This hairless bastard <laughs> wants to make it about everything else, but <laughs> what the hell? I'm trying to say, all right, so this hair care. I'm trying to avoid the shame of no hair, but go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, we here now. All right, so. <laughs> nigga here now. <laughs> nigga here now. You want nigga, nigga here now. <laughs> so. I love it. This co-washing is actually short for, they shortened co to, co is short for conditioner for some reason. Okay. Not, not like co-parenting, which isn't conditioner parenting. They just move. They're just changing all the rules. Everyone's changing everything. All the rules get changed. So now, for the purposes of this article and of this concept, it's co-washing, which means that you, instead of using shampoo, come to find out shampoo. This is I'm telling you, man. You you guys are bored to tears right now. But here's something new. So, nah, I'm lying. Shit, I'm sure other people are too. They say that shampoo is very powerful and 
you really shouldn't be shampooing your hair every day. It's not necessarily necessary. You don't. Black people have been telling white people that for three hundred fucking plus years. Yes. Ever since we learned English, this motherfucker, we was like, you don't need to wash your fur every day, white people. And white people are like, no, I do. Like I wash my dog. Yo, you don't have to wash your dog every day, nigga. So it's taking them. Like, to God two, have mercy. It's taking them to two thousand twenty-one. <laughs> 2021 after conquering the whole world in every fashion they just figured out hair this is them columbusing a concept that's age old that's ancient <laughs> so they columbus this and columbusing a concept they put this shit into a motherfucking right hey i discovered that if you wash your hair with shampoo which is a powerful thing all of the time it would dry your shit out and you will need shampoo i'm sorry conditioner to put the nutrients back in your shit and give it time for the natural oils to get back in there and the natural grease. I'm shaking my head, y'all. Uh, not neutralize, but infuse your scalp with good emollients and minerals. White people, how are we supposed to teach y'all about racism if it took y'all 10,000 years to learn how to take care of your fucking hair? I'm just asking. You don't have to answer that question. I'm just asking. Think about it. So <laughs> what this article was talking about was um, just use conditioner. It's lighter. It's a more easygoing approach. You're naturally Keep put, you smelling good. Yeah. It'll have your hair smelling nice and deodorized, which is nice. Um, it'll give you that clean. It's like how black people put shea butter in our hair after we wash or something, or grease or something. You know what I'm saying? Olive oil. We're putting nutrients in our hair. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll still be oil. And it'll still be nice. And the act of massaging your scalp is cleaning it. The hot water busting you upside your head for 15 minutes <laughs> is also it. It's enough. You don't have yeah. to power wash your shit with a black and decker like you would your deck yeah. or your driveway. Yeah, the black girls that went natural over the last 15 years talk about that all the time on YouTube videos. And I don't know why I've been watching those, but it happens. Um, but they talk about how they just use water. Literally, they just use water for their froze. And that's what make just these glorious fucking afros that are shiny and glistening. And they got nice natural oils in them. And they're like, what's your secret? Water, bitch. Water, hot bitch. fucking water, like you just said, yeah, yeah, <laughs> hot water, and then everything else. You know, you add your olive oils when you need to, and all that cool stuff. The shea butters, mango butters, exactly. almond butters, all that stuff. Exactly. You know, instead of just power washing your head just every fucking day, and then you walking around looking like the sauce and blue motherfucker <laughs> on the left hand block. That nigga on the left before, yeah, that that dude. You're looking like the Sussan Blue dude. <laughs> the head and shoulders, motherfucker. <laughs> See, I, I I could never relate. I'm like, I see these commercials, and I'm like, fam, what is all that fairy dust? Yeah, yeah, why do you need all of that? Like, what the heck? Man, and then the irony is it's a shampoo commercial. You need more of this. So they right. add to get more rid of the danger to get rid of creating all, from drying your head out. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've always noticed that, too. I'm like, it's very hard to get dandruff. Like, if you just wash your hair once, maybe twice a week, put your oils in it, dandruff just doesn't exist. It's like, I would imagine, like, if my arm was dry and every time I rubbed my arm, flakes was coming off, I would probably freak the fuck out. But people think that's normal with their head. Hmm. And it's like, your head shouldn't flake just like your neck and your skin everywhere else. It shouldn't be flaking off of your body. You're not a fucking bag of Parmesan cheese. What are you doing? Nigga? Parmesan like, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they look like. Like, Yeah, so that was the article I was reading as I was awaiting your arrival. Um, 
I have a question well, uh, for nice you. Nice article. Didn't enlighten me on how to help my head situation, but I appreciate oh, it. Oh, quick follow-up then. So the conditioner bar was, I mean, that was it. Just use conditioner every third day. You know, you can shampoo. Like, if you really, really need to, if you had a crazy, crazy session at the gym or something, when it's mash, yeah. you know, smashing in your hair or you're right. on a construction right. site. Yeah, you give your hair the power wash, the full. Because you got all that shit yeah, in it now. The full outside. service wash. You know, and then you be sure to just infuse your scalp with some nutrients and shit. And then go back to your day. And then your body's doing the rest naturally with its own. You know what I would be interested in knowing knowing if white people could wrap their hair up with oils the way Negroes and a lot of other people do around the world. And if that would actually help the dexterity and the thickness and the volume. You know what I'm saying? Because if hair is hair and humans are humans, then more or less... They might be able to have their hair protected through wraps as well. Instead of just having it hanging out on the pillow, getting infected by whatever bacteria is on the pillow. I, 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 don't know. I, I understand what you're trying to say. Um, the textures, I'm trying to make a logical point here. The textures aren't necessarily the same, though. So with what oil does to their shit is it weighs it down. Put ploop, it's flat with no fucking nothing, right? So if they're trying to style their hair or have it look a certain way, they need that lift. If they have their shit weighed down with oils and dirt and grease. So that stuff has more of an effect on the appearance of their hair and how it flows and functions, especially what dudes don't care as much, obviously. And women, they're like, I need the volume and the lift to make it look great and look like I have a full mane. Mm-hmm. Well, to do that, they have to maintain and um, get the ratio of the oil. Like They have to keep the oils down. If not, it's heavy. And so their shit's way down. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And so that's why it's more of a okay. big deal for them, the oils and stuff. That's why they be attacking it and attacking it with shampoo, 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 you know, and that sort of thing. But the unintended yeah. consequence is that they're drying their shit out. Is this stripping? Yeah, they're stripping all the nutrients out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got a question mm. for you. Hair is so interesting. Please. And this is. Very unrelated. Hopefully I have an answer. <laughs> no, this is fun. So, <laughs> on the previous episode with uh, Katsumaki, shout out to him, Australia. My shout friends, out, shout out. New South Wales. Shout out to all the Australians holding it down. Holding Peaceful it down. ass motherfuckers. So we were talking about, because I was playing this game. I have this uh, game called Outriders. And in Outriders... You have four warrior classes that you can choose, that you can um, select. One at a time, of course. It's kind of a character build. And I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm curious as to what kind of character you would choose based on your personality to, to do and your fighting style, all that stuff. So I asked What's him. What's my options? These are the options. You have a Technomancer. Mm-hmm. The Technomancer class, they specialize. So this is the only group that has the ability to heal members of their party and themselves, themselves. Now, the rest of the party members, the rest of the warrior classes, they have to fight in a certain style, in their build style, the one that you chose. Like, for instance, Technomancer is more long range. So they do well with sniper rifles, assault rifles, things, carbines, shooting from a distance, fighting from a distance, maintaining a distance, not being too close and that sort of thing. But they have things, they rely on technology and, and tech, like proximity mines and things like that. 
little gadgets and things like that to gain an advantage on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in this game, powered by Unreal Engine, the creators of Unreal Tournament and things like that, you're rewarded sure. for fighting. So this is made by the creators of Gears of War. Since they shoot from long range, they have to shoot from long range and in order to get health. So in Outriders, you don't gain health by just picking up a crystal or a potion or an elixir or anything of that nature. If you're a Technomancer, you get rewarded by using your character's build efficiently and the way it was designed to be used. That's the only way in this game, in Outriders, that you can restore health. It's the only way that you can restore health. Now, for instance, if you are a trickster, so the only way, again, the way that you do it is like if you shoot someone in the head from long range or this or that, that's how you gain health. You can't regain health from picking up a crystal, a potion, an elixir, like in a usual game. Interesting. You have to use and fight in the style you've chosen from your character's build and their skill tree. And you're rewarded by aggression. Because Gears of War was a very aggressive game. It's very forward, it's in your face. And this makes the combat more interesting because everyone is in everyone's face. Instead of people mm. hanging back and camping out and being the pussy in the corner over here, <laughs> you know, hoping for everyone to kill everyone else, and then you get what's left. And like then they you, do on Call of Duty. Like they do in Call of Duty, like they do in other games, right? Like like in Destiny. Hate that coward shit. You yeah. can't do it. Eh, there's a tactic, but some might view it as cowardly, right? So mm-hmm. this game pushes everyone together because if you're – A trickster, which is the next warrior class I'm going to mention, listenership. A trickster, they're like, um, they are temporal. They can manipulate time and space. They can teleport. um, But their defenses are kind of low. But guess what their advantage is? They get to, you know, slow people down in time. And they can move fast around the motherfuckers. And they can do this and that. Flash gang over here. And they have... uh, the ability to kill a lot of people in a short period of time. Like, if I can get a bunch of cats in a group, I can teleport behind one person that I've targeted and let them pile up and then just do a temporal slice, and I can kill, like, seven, eight people at one time. But the defenses are kind of low, so I got to get the fuck up out of there. Well, right? Evasion is the best so defense for them. So that's a stick and move kind of type. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I'm not least uh... Right. Now, you can still use rifles and guns and this and that, as well to balance out so that in the meantime you can work your way in and then get back out of there. That's the trickster. They can also cast a thing that slows everybody up for like 10 seconds and you can just be mowing people down, fam. And there's nothing they can do because they're moving in slow-mo and it's great. But also you got 10 seconds to do your shit and then get out of there and get back to safety. So you have to mind your range and you have to mind your time. And I, mm. ironically, you can manipulate time and, and range. So that's the trickster. The pyromancer. For real. The pyromancer is a fire type, obviously. Mm-hmm. Root word pyro. So this person. Ideally, yeah. Kind of mid. No, like literally, because it's a pyromancer. It's not going to be a, you know, it's not an ice mancer. You know, it's, right. It's fire. So. No, I'm just saying, you're stating obvious for all the dummies in the room, so I'm just making it clear that this it, person, it works. So this person is kind of uh, mid-range, you know, 
they're more of a conjurer. They take energy and they manipulate it and they can throw it at you. Fire, though. They're pretty powerful. They're pretty strong, but it's just fire. If you're fighting an ice nigga, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or someone who has a frost attribute, I can see it neutralizing an attribute. And then right. what do you have but your guns? But everyone else has those, too. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm not right. doing that to sway you from choosing that. That might be your style. Who knows? Um, right. And they're capable of a few other things as well. But then you have the Devastator. It sounded like his favorite, the way he said it. The fourth and the final. No, I'm saying it because it was the last one. So okay. the Devastator clearly has high defense. The Devastator has high power. They do incredibly good in close range. And again, this game, it doesn't just throw potions and shit out and health kits and nothing like that, like in Apex Legends. So you get your health by killing, by destroying. So for a trickster, they get their health in close combat. So if you're low on health because you've been getting shot at range and shit, you got to get in there. Like you literally, it's like don't be, like like this game should be called Don't Be a Pussy. Because, like, <laughs> I, you can't stay at range as a trickster and gain all of your health back. You got to get in there and merc. A technomancer, they don't have to mix it up, but they gain health by giving health, and they gain health by shooting people at range and shit. So they have to fight in their style. So everyone has the ability to master, and it kind of forces you to master your style, your art. Hmm. So hmm. back to the Devastator. The Devastator, um, close range, you can use them as like a battering ram if you guys are in like a crew of three or two or whatever and mm-hmm. you all have your team built up. You can use the Devastator because his defense is high. I'm, I'm clearly sending them in first. Mm-hmm. They can turn into, and they can probably be excellent support. So they can come back and revive you if you get killed in, in the line of duty because oh, wow. they have high defense. And so I'm going to rely on, like for instance, Chuck's um, build is a Devastator. And with me, but I'm a trickster. That's the perfect kind of harmony because my defense is lower than usual because I got all these cool abilities to teleport and slow time. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're not giving you everything, fam. So you got to get in there to get your shit. But also, he can always get me out of the mud and out of the muck when I'm in trouble or right. when I get knocked down. He can, he can heal you back up. And he can take damage meanwhile and get in there and not be so affected and, and not get killed as well as easily. So with all of that being That's said, dope. it's like a chessboard. Always like a chessboard, right? So what kind of yeah. character type, what kind of character build would you be if you were if you had a warrior class? Hmm, that is a really good question. Obviously, I'm partial to fire because I like to burn trees. Mm-hmm. So I think the pyro one would allow me to like you know enjoy my cannabis from green on the go delivery while I you know play and destroy but and i've i've never really been a defense person which could be my failure in life right but i'm very offensive i'm like you know i'm a revenge type person if i have to be but i'm like i don't even need revenge if i get them first (laughs) so (laughs) so with that being said I might go to the trickster. I think that plays more to the political mind that I have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, laying poly tricks, the art of many tricks out to subdue my enemy and make them fall before they even realize they can attack me because I haven't really built a bunker of defenses mm-hmm. in the first place. 
Um, I think I'll enjoy that more. I like the Devastator because I like the power aspect that you mentioned, right? Um, it's funny because I wouldn't have thought Chuck would do that, right? If I was to just think about him personally. Um, but no, it, I like that Hulk smash from the beginning to the healing aspect. But I'm also like, nah, I need more movement. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm all about quick, swift movements in order to get, accomplish a goal. And I think the trickster, based on the four you described, would provide that. The landmine person is not my not my guy. Like that's like a drone artist to me. Like you ain't no soldier, nigga. You play video games, and I'm not saying playing video games is bad. Just don't confuse it for being a soldier. You know what I'm saying? That's more like a spy to me. Like you plant stuff and you just kind of watch and then you know, press a button. There you go. Well. That was a beautiful way of breaking down the trickster and then kind of applying it to your like your whole style, just in general, like as a person. Um, now, in defense of the Technomancer and in, in defense of people <laughs> who do a lot of things for our armed forces or anyone's armed forces from long range. Look, shout out to the U.S. military. My father served, yeah, uncle served, like, cousin served. I hey, love the vets. It, it, no, I'm not saying that you don't. I'm just talking about the style, like, tactics like war games you can't just have everyone be in, just front line niggas if they all get killed wow you're done <laughs> like what that's na- true like you need I guess tactics what, like you need niggas no with you do lines. you need people doing all that shit you need all, the all of that folks. smart shit yeah but here's my thing you can't make a movie about a drone artist right there ain't gonna be no braveheart featuring the top drone artists in the u.s military right Braveheart or Rambo or any Mel Gibson movie pretty much pre-2001 is going to be about some super soldier Captain America-like badass that's whooping ass. Yeah, a a devastator. Or a trick. Easy. Occasionally a pyromancer. Easily. Because, I mean, that's like Lord of the Rings type shit. That's like Harry Potter type stuff. You know, the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, no, the pyros came in, definitely. But, yeah, like... A, like a technomancer would be, you know, someone gathering reconnaissance and intel and listening through the walls with their technology, um, hacking the grid and the computer system to get the light to turn red so that they, you know, this, um, um, what are those things uh, called? Marky Mark. Marky Mark in the Italian job. The That's Italian the job. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, he's a so, techno master. So that they can send in the <laughs> Devastator, so that they can properly exactly. case the place, so that they can send the trickster in there to grease the wheels. And right, once it's been cased, slipping through the ducks right. and pull off the heist. So they're right. all necessary. And that's what's exciting about Outriders that's the game the key. is that yep. everyone gets to be the fullest realization of what best suits them and the game rewards them for really leaning into the warrior class that they chose. And there's really no downside to any one of this is really one of the first times in which in other games, well, they've had this concept and they've had it in plenty of other games, but there was clearly a better class than the other ones. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, man, you about to get washed by everybody everywhere. This this was more personality based than skill based. Than skill based because all of them are dope in their ways. Like if you're dope. It's like Pokemon until you get to Mewtwo. Until you get to Mewtwo because there's nothing that anyone (laughs) can really do. (laughs) 
Once you, you two gonna fuck you up left and right. You she got it. Yeah, Alakazam too. But like, if you, you got Squirtle time. versus Charmander versus Pikachu versus Onyx, mm -hmm. that's a fair fight depending on who battling who. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Everybody's gonna have different advantages and disadvantages. That's what which means you have to really play your mind, right? And I think again, that's why it would cater more for me on the to be the trickster because it's already a game about it's a mind game, right? It's like the batting ram is good, but you kind of have to play with somebody else who can do some finesse shit while you're healing them and bringing them back and just ramming through. You know what I'm saying? You might even be able to set a mind that can substitute the battering ram thing, but you still gonna have to deal with the inside. And I think the devil's in the details and that's where the tricks come in. Uh, I mean, that's what make politics, poly tricks, mini tricks. That's the interesting thing too, right? So, that can even influence what you would do in multiplayer versus playing yourself with yourself, playing by yourself, not playing yourself, <laughs> playing with yourself in campaign mode. You shouldn't combine Javante, those two you, just... you should do one or the other, and at different times, not at the same time. You shouldn't play with yourself while you're at war. It's not safe. It's pretty dangerous. That is very dangerous. It's not recommended. That is, I'm, yeah. Yeah, so, but not to say don't play with yourself. Just hey, do it in your privacy fun. when you're not in a not in a battle. You know what I'm just saying? Not mid, <laughs> not mid war, <laughs> not mid war. So if you play in the and, and don't play mode, with yourself while you listen to our voice, if you're a dude, because that's just weird. Okay, I wouldn't have planted that seed or idea. <laughs> it's happening. We have seven billion people. All the seeds exist. That's yeah, true. It's a lot of seeds. So. <laughs> In a single-player mode, it might benefit someone to either be like a devastator who goes in there and just mauls people or and has high defense or like a trickster right. because you need to get into and get out of there. <coughs> a Technomancer right. is going to be all about tactic and you know, like long game and this and that. You don't have the time by yourself to do that. You don't have the time. The plot plan, and they're yeah. going to close the distance, and you're you're steady scrambling and fiddling. With you're going to be throwing bombs to, all around, trying you to use shit. gadgets <laughs> and stuff. Like, oh fuck, oh my tech, yeah. oh shit, I forgot yeah. to use this one. Oh shit, the proximity. Even mines. Batman got to punch you in the face after enough tech. He, he eventually's you know. got to punch you in the face, right? Yeah, He's like, fuck. <laughs> dude is right in my face. I got to punch him now, <laughs> and I hope yeah. that I have the power to do that. I, I hope I have the power to put him down with this. I hope I have the abilities, the fighting skills, the um, the dexterity, the agility to get this nigga out of my face. If not, it's seventeen more people. I'm telling you, bro. They come con like they're constantly in pursuit of you. And if you take too long to devise a, a strategy or a plan, guess what else happens? They're surrounding you by that time, and it's mm. trouble. Now, it's great for me, but it's like, yeah, I'm going to get some health now out of this, but I might get overwhelmed at this point in time. So then you got to be smart about right. that. And back to your point about Chuck. Chuck is a tactician. He understands so well how to just employ strategy. And no, like, no matter what game, if we're playing Apex Legends, if we're playing NBA 2K, he talks about a player build. Mm -hmm. Even in that, he approaches it. He approaches it in the same way. This character mm. or this kind of uh, person, their build is going to suit this. If you have this kind of style as a person and this, do you like to be aggressive and attack? Do you like to sit back and hit threes? It's the same kind of shit. So right. Chuck has, another, I just started my two K's experience. I'm in high school. Chuck has another build. So 
Chuck's build, his first build, his main, is the Technomancer. Now, with that mm-hmm. being said, plays all about strategy. Now, with that being said, um, he, with me, in our campaign, he's got the Devastator to experiment and see what the Devastator's benefits will be. For the first time, this character build is not just a brute who's just strong and slow. No, this person is agile, high in defense, can turn into like a golem, you know, kind of like um, the blue-eyed thing in the Fantastic Four. He like, he mm-hmm. can turn into a rock dude temporarily, mm-hmm. and he does that to go and rescue me or when he's going in there to be a battering ram to make it easier for me to then teleport while they're all distracted by him, trying to slow him down because he's unstoppable. I'm finessing. Mm. I'm teleporting by him, knocking him out. Then I'm teleporting to the whole pile of dudes, and I can get rid of all eight, nine of them at the same time with a temporal slice. And then I'm teleporting back out of there, and then he can continue to clean up. Mm. You see what I'm saying? That's why I was asking you, like, what kind of person you would be. So Chuck is a multitude of different uh, types, and I reckon he would be someone who would probably create a couple of other builds as well, you know, just experiment and see how well they do. So... Mm -hmm. I just I was like, man, let me ask JC, man, let me see what kind of character like he would choose and what kind of warrior build. No, I it's love fun. the question, bro. Yeah. And like you said, it, it applies to like all different type of games. It makes me think about the Avengers game I just started playing because you start off as like this little girl and then you go through this mode where you end up being all the Avengers for a different fight scene. Mm-hmm. And so it's immediately different when you're Iron Man flying around shooting pulsers, and then when you're the Hulk who can launch 40, 50 feet in the air, and he's smashing, right, versus Captain America doing all his flips. It's just very, very different, right? And it's like, so you have to approach the same game differently within seconds of a time or minutes of a time because they're switching you between the characters. You know what I'm saying? You got to be smart to be successful. You got to be smart. You have to have, like, really, like, you can't just button mash anymore in a lot of these games. No, there's no more, but like a lot of games you can get through by just smashing, like you said, but that is not, you got to have tactics. All right, when do I run? When do I jump? You know, when do I crawl wall? When do I flip? When do I block? You actually have to use blocking in this game. And these like, games, in yeah. a lot, a lot of Yeah, these even games. in Spider-Man, you got to block. I'm like, yo, why do Spider-Man got to block? He's not going to die, is he? <laughs> yes, a lot. <laughs> you right. got to get 32 right. motherfuckers in one warehouse out of here. Yeah, man. It you yeah, have to utilize. Man. That's what I'm loving about modern gaming, man. It's like they've really they don't need 17 difficulty levels anymore. Like, hey, you want to play it on very super hard? And it's like, no, not really. You don't have to anymore because now you have to really, really know how to play this game. You have to really employ tactics and timing and everything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not Battleship F six. Nope, drink, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this is fun. Either way, winning or losing. <laughs> Yo, what movie was that, man? Where the two chicks were in the bathroom? You just sunk my battle shit. Two British girls. What scary mm, movie? Scary. One of the scary movies. Wasn't wasn't that the case? Battle shits. They were playing battle shits. Battle shits. Yeah. Oh that's my just gosh, crazy. that was crazy and nutty and hilarious. Bro. Like, shout out to the Wayne brothers for just being goofy as hell for like 20 fucking years. Our whole lives, really. Man, literally, that's true. The whole time. <laughs> that's true. And then, the, look, the first 
12, they were in everything. <laughs> the first 12. There's <laughs> 39 of them now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm talking about the first 12 years of my life, too. Oh, I mean, I'm oh. thinking about from In Living Color to the movies they made. I'm going to get you sucker to the actual Wayne Brothers, like sitcom, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I used to love, like, this so random, but I used to love 90s black sitcoms because they, like, introduced me to, like, artists that weren't just musicians who I can then see later, right? So you think about Pops, right? We remember Pops from Friday. You remember Pops from the Wayne Brothers. He's always been fucking Pops. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then when I finally had a chance to go see him in stand-up, like in Louisville, Kentucky, 4th Street Live, bro, I about shitted on myself. Like, he was the funniest person I've ever seen live in stand-up. Like, I, my stomach hurt for at least 45, 50 minutes straight. Like, rest in peace to the great pops. And he from Detroit, you know? And then I start, you know, doing stand-up, practicing with you and all the other young comics out here. And then you start learning the stories about these people. And it was just like, wow. This same guy who I watched at five years old on Friday, loved at 10 years old on the Wayne Brothers, you know, enjoyed that. 18, 19 years old as a stand-up comedian actually has a very inspiring story about coming from the gutter. Now he hit. You know what I'm saying? And he from my city. I was just like, this is perfect. You know what I'm saying? So again, shout out to the Wayne Brothers for like putting cats on, the Ice Cubes, like all the guys. Uh, Russell Simmons, you know, Tyler Perry, everybody who's just been putting people on that have had like a super positive influence in our life. You know what I'm saying? I just love that. Like people create culture for for young people to enjoy. That really can help define good moments over the years. You know, that was a really interesting point that you just made, and very important is that we have to give those individuals their flowers, man. Because boy, when you look at some of the things that these kids have to consume, or just what's left, you ain't nobody checking for kids. No one's really making anything for them. You know, so. Right. We right. got the best. We really got the very best of everything that everyone had to offer. And they was checking for us though. You know, they yeah. they weren't just leaving us out there flapping in the wind, you know, like a do-rag with the cape out. They weren't doing that. Is that do-rag <laughs> with the cape out? <laughs> we, had, we had all kind of things. So 99. Man. We had Cartoon Network. We had Super Chunk, which was a segment in Cartoon Network. We had Toonami on Cartoon Network. We had Nickelodeon. Right. Aside from right. Cartoon Network, we had Wild and Crazy Kids. Right. We had uh, Salute Your Shorts. You know what I'm saying? Salute Your Shorts? Yes. Oh, my God. He brought it back. Y'all remember Salute Your Shorts? Y'all don't remember Salute Your Shorts. Hey, I was afraid to watch. Like, our horror was Are you, afraid? Are You Afraid of the Dark? All that. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes. I, it was that eerie. was one of the best. Like, Yeah, and it was like 30. Minutes, but every Friday or whatever, it was like, bro, we gotta watch. Are you afraid of? The I remember sitting down with my sister watching that shit. Like it was a religious thing, you know. It was it was Sunday. Are you afraid of the dark? Type shit, you know what I'm saying? Like we had Legends of the Hidden yeah. Temple, fam. I used to want to be on Legends of the Hidden Temple so Me bad, bro. Me too, dude. Like I used to be like, I will whoop these kids' ass at Legends of the Hidden Temple. Like, <laughs> like you had Team Barracuda, you had, <laughs> you know. All of that. What else? All of that. Something I love else. it, man. Yeah, man. Yo, but we just going to keep this, this one short, yeah? Reflections. I know you got to slide up out of here. Man. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, I got this press conference, bro. Uh, shout out to Derek Johnson, you know, founder of the Home and Chicken and Waffle Spot here in Oakland, California, and also founder of the Black Excellence 365 Project based here in Oakland, California. And we're doing a press conference this afternoon to talk about all the recent shootings as well as the businesses that are developing in Oakland to try to shift the focus and shift the narrative um, toward Black excellence from Black pain something called trauma porn out there where you know they just keep giving us painful experiences to envision to see to to hear to feel and it's we got to change that man it's like i mean it needs to stop too but we also need to show people that there's more out here black people doing than just getting shot by racist white people well there you have it and what are we about to play oh and this is a shorty but goody listenership i mean come on all of the content, the countless hours and days of count, of content that we come up with. This is going to be another beautiful installment. And we got plenty more on the way, y'all. So we're about to play us out with some cool shit. Let's see what we got going some on. Some cool here. shit. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. Happy spring to everybody. Enjoy the weather. Get some love making going on out there. We all need it. You feel me? You know what? I'm, I'm taking us back, fam. Are you ready? Okay. I'm I'm just gonna take us back. This this is gonna be a homage. Way back, way back to a time. Back to 1959. Okay, not that far Uh-oh. back, but this is when they first Uh-oh. started. This is when they first started, and here we go. I'm talking about the Izzy brothers. How how did you know? How how did Come you on, know? Bro. Come on, bro. Look, I'm a historian. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, let's get it, listenership. We love y'all to death. Uh, the episode counts the downloads are through the fucking roof we love y'all man please continue blessings, to share. blessings so many blessings we're so thankful for y'all man and this is only the fucking beginning so here we go we, let's go we're living in the life i mean I jazzy mean, comedy show that's it Travante everywhere. Y'all know what it is. And we'll catch y'all on the next one.